0: Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome everybody to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcasts. It's me, your host, Ray Munoz. Uh, hi everybody. I hope you had a great week. I hope that this week was productive. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I kind of push myself sometimes to set a goal to make sure that my week is being as productive as possible. That's just kind of a personal goal of mine. Um, I feel that I, I do a pretty good job of that. <laughs> uh, sometimes I wish I could be a little less productive, but, you know, I'm, o- I'm OK with it being where it is. And so, you know, I just thank God that I'm just having, you know having as much time to to learn and do stuff Um, so the week has actually been it's been fairly good um you know let me try and go back I'm trying to think Uh, I got to learn to uh to work an espresso machine espresso machine you have to say it correctly espresso eh, 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 man I'm getting tongue-tied right now Espresso machine, there we go. I don't know why, because I'm trying not to say Expresso machine, because there's no X in it. Um, you know, I have a buddy of mine who owns a roastery, and so he, I was, you know, hey, you know, I'd love to learn, and he's like, yeah, come on down. So it was really awesome that he took the time and, you know, just taught me what he knew. He's like, I'm, he goes, I'm a newbie, or I'm a, yeah, I'm a newbie teaching a rookie, but I was like, or a rookie teaching a newbie, and I was like, hey, I'll take anything I can get. Um, but it wasn't bad. You know, the last, um, shot that I had made, it was slightly bitter at the beginning, which wasn't bad. And then it had a lingering aftertaste, but it wasn't as strong as I'd like it to, but compared to all the other ones, it was, it was good. So learned to do that, you know, learning about, you know, how the machine works, how, weighing everything is is super complicated and um that's like part of the hard parts is you know getting everything down um try not learn to eyeball it you know not so much um have a system as far as timing and stuff like that you know because you want to feel it um but that's just like something i learned this week i i kind of pushed myself to you know that's one of my goals is to learn how to make a great cup of coffee like that and so um you know not just uh you know not just ministry stuff i'm trying to learn or just i learn like to learn little things here and there and you know if anybody if you guys if any of you happen to be a little closer to me you know that i love random knowledge of random things i can tell you hey you know there's a place right here there's a restaurant it's been here for since the 40s or something i don't know you know you know did you know that this restaurant has been a staple or you know i'm going by food because that's usually what i know a lot about um but you know i just try to i try and encourage myself to learn as much as possible um and so that was one of the things i did uh this last week and it was pretty cool just to learn that and um you know just gain some knowledge um So this week, you know, it's been pretty good. Um, Update on my health. Um, I had to go back on my liquid diet. Um, Just uh, stuff wasn't working out as far as my uh, intestines and stuff like that. So kind of went back to a little bit of pain. So, you know, just praying and being obedient to the doctor and going back on the diet. But thank God I was able, I'm starting back on soft foods um this weekend actually i did uh friday night i you know we we're doing mashed potatoes and see how that worked and but i'm not trying to overdo it so i did mashed potatoes just one time a day just allow it my body to digest it and not overload it so hopefully this works you know praying that god um you know is gonna do what he needs to do here um, i'm not necessarily um trying to push it any harder and just be wise about what i'm allowing myself to do so um so doing that um but it's not too bad and thank god i'm able to eat mashed potatoes and they taste delicious (laughs) i guess if you haven't had anything for a couple weeks it's it's anything's pretty good so um so i've been doing that um just been praying go i go for a ct scan uh in about a week so if you're listening to this the week of the 21st uh the following week I'll be going to the uh, radiology department to get a CT scan so we can get a better view of what's going on. Um, but you know, I'm just trusting God. I was talking to somebody about it and I said, you know, I'm not upset about it. Uh, I'm I'm not going to get upset about things like this. I said, I trust God and he's going to take care of me no matter what. So, you know, I got a hundred other things I need to worry about and being mad about, uh, my health conditions is definitely not something that is, top of my list right now. <laughs> I know that sounds really bad, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in complete trust with what God's going to do. Um, so this weekend, um, it was a little, it was a little rough, um, from a bus ministry perspective. And, uh, you know, I, maybe I should drop. Yeah, no, we're going to go into this. That's okay. So I went on outreach this saturday and you know we had uh we had a seminar before the outreach and it was on um bible studies and it was great uh brother shane golden came down and and taught us and you know it was encouraging and so right after that i was they were all going to go to a certain area and i told uh the leader of outreach and i said hey i'm going to be going to visit my bus route he goes yeah that's awesome go ahead so i went down and i started visiting everybody um, visiting my route and uh, there's a couple elders that are on my route and so I you know go there and I probably spend some of the most time there and I was sitting there on their table and just talking to them and you know talking about life and what's going on and they like to fill me in on what's going on in the neighborhood because they have a, a pulse on what's really going on and so they always fill me in um, <clears throat> just with everything that's going on and you know because they know I like to know Uh, Partially not because I just want to be nosy, but I want to know what I need to be praying for. So, you know, if something's going on in the neighborhood, they know of something that happened or something. I want to know specifically what I want to pray for. Um, In a way, I kind of feel like I want to punch the devil in the throat and I want to know exactly where I need to hit him. Um, (laughs) You know, so I was sitting there at their table. just We were just talking and they told me about a shooting uh, that happened down the street. And, you know, unfortunately in, um, this neighborhood shootings are pretty common. Uh, one about at least one, once a month, if not maybe more. Um, it's, it's pretty common. It's sad. Um, you know, just the reality of this neighborhood. And so they were telling me about one and I said, you know, that's so, that's horrible. I said you know i'm gonna pray for i'm gonna pray about this and and just ask god to protect this neighborhood you know and just telling them you know and they were telling me where it was and when they told me where it was i was like well you know where exactly at because i know some people that live down there and they said over towards the alleyway and i and i started to think a little bit and i said well what did the man look like and so we started talking about that and then I said, well, that sounds really close to where one of my families lives, so I'm going to go after this. I said, I'm going to go down there and go visit and make sure everything's okay. Um, Because I've had a few people, I've actually had one family just get up and move uh, because their house got shot. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that everything was okay. So I get in the car, I drive down the block, and I pull over and I get out and I walk out of my car and I see right in front of their house, there's a vigil. Uh, candles balloons you know things like that and there's writing on the street on the sidewalk so I was a little concerned because so it was right in front of their house and I went over to the door knocked on the door and doors wide open you know screen door was shut and I could hear some people in the background but I just kind of knocked waited no one answered so I didn't want to pry because I didn't know what was going on so i just said okay i'm gonna see him tomorrow i always see the mom in the morning when she lets the kids out so i'll talk to her tomorrow or i always see somebody outside you know when the kids are coming to church or they even come out and tell me that they're not coming to church so um so i went and visited the rest of my route and then we had church the next day i get to the house in the morning the kids come out um and it's just the kids so i was like okay well maybe she's you know sleeping or doing something. So I just didn't think anything of it. I said, I got the kids and I pulled them out. You know, we went across the street. The kids are in a great mood, um, talking, you know, pulled them on the bus. We had kids church, um, awesome time in kids church. And then we're driving home and we get them to the house. And I always, I have to walk them across the street because the way we drive down that street to get to the other houses, uh, we park on the opposite side of the street and then I walk them across the street that way they're making i'm making sure they're going home safe so i get out you know the car and then i we're walking and then the boy starts talking about the candles and stuff like that and i said what happened and this young girl she has to be somewhere around four or five years old she says my dad died just like nothing happened you know no kind of emotion to it just letting me know the facts and i was kind of caught off guard by it and i was like a little thrown back and i was like in my head i'm like what and then the mom came out and i could just see her face and my heart sunk and i looked at her and i said you know i said alicia what happened is everything okay and she just looks at me and she looks away and she goes my husband died kind of upset about it and i and i said Dear God, this is this is what happened the other night. And not to get into details because I, I don't I want to respect the family and stuff and whatever happened. Um, but what ended up happening is the husband got murdered right in front of their house. And I've, I've met the guy. I've met him many of times. He's always usually the one I talk to when I go to the house. Because uh, the wife will usually stay upstairs or something. And so I was a little taken back by it and just, I just looked at her and I said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And I said, and the first thing that came to my mind, I said, if you need anything, I said, I looked at her in the eyes and I said, if you need anything, I mean anything. I mean, you call me at three o'clock in the morning if you need something. I said, I am here, and the church is here for you. Please do not be afraid to call me if you need anything. I will do my best to see if I can help you. You know, and she just said, thank you. And I said, I'll be praying for you guys. And, and you know, and she's just, you know, kind of just trying to push me out because I knew she was probably hurting. And I I just, I got on the bus, and I sat down, and and. Um, the driver who was helping us out today, he just looks at me goes, what's wrong? And I said, it was, it was her husband that was shot because we had talked about it this morning. I said, I don't know if something happened or not, but we'll see, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to check and, and we just, I, I don't know how I'm, um, processing this correctly. And I, I'm sure, and I know this isn't the right way and I'm just praying about it, but I'm upset guys. Um, I'm upset at the situation I'm upset that these children have to go through this I'm upset that this this young lady they're not very old <laughs> at all. I think actually he was younger than me. I'm upset that, that she's having to go through this. I'm upset about this neighborhood that that has this going on in it you know and you know'm uh, in a way I I know this isn't right so please you know um, just being transparent. And and I'm praying about it. I'm upset at myself. And I know you can say, like, well, you you can't do much about what people do with their lives. And And I understand that. I'm just frustrated that, you know, and I was just, I just prayed and I said, God, was there anything else I could have done? Was there anything else I could have done to try and change his life or help change his life and let you move in his life, God? You know because every time i would see him i would talk to him and he was a great guy you know always real nice always super polite um we you know one you know it's funny that we would we would talk and we'd compliment each other on our on our sneakers because he was a sneaker guy and i would say oh you know i love those and then we would start talking about you know places that we would know that have good sneakers and stuff and every every saturday or just about every saturday i'd talk to him um but every Saturday I would tell him, hey, man, I'd love to see you on my bus this Sunday. Or I'd love for you to come to church with us this weekend. We got this going on. And I'd love to see you come with us. Come on, please. You know, just come with me this Sunday. And I would, you know, do that every just about almost every Saturday that I talked to him. And, you know, he'd tell me oh, he'd be real respectful about it. He would never tell me no. He would just say, you know, oh well, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think I'll go. And, you know, just never made it and i just think to myself like god what else could i have done you know maybe i need you know and that that's just the conviction i have right now it's just what could, what could i have done better that would have got him to come to church and possibly at least have him receive the holy you know help him receive the holy ghost and you know you know and that god would convict him to get baptized you know and he would desire that that change in his life and at least i can know i can say like he was saved you know and it's it's i don't know i don't know guys i don't know what to i've never been in this situation in my time of bus ministry or children's ministry i've never encountered something like this and It's, it's, it's really hard to, to comprehend exactly what this is, what, what's going on here. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. So I don't know if any of you have ever experienced something like this. Um, I don't know what you've done for the families. I don't know what you've done for this community. Um, because I don't know. I mean people get shot all the time in my neighborhood and it's this it's a harsh reality and it's a sad reality but when you know you're you connect to somebody and their kids come to your church and they were there the whole morning and nothing nothing seemed out of place um what what do you do um you know and I had to, um, I had to inform our, our team because, you know, I want to keep them posted on what's going on with our kids. And I text them this morning and I said, you know, Hey, I found an unfortunate, infor- some unfortunate information and it's very sad. And I let them know who, who had passed, um, because they know the kids. And I said, you know, I said, thank God that these children had somewhere to go this morning to get away from all the stuff that's happening in their lives right now and you know that's the truth you don't know what these kids are going through you don't know what these families are facing and that Sunday morning is is that breath of fresh air that they don't have to be around the stuff that they've been around for the last couple days (sighs) I'm just you know I just wanted to go out that night and go knock on, on doors and tell people about God and tell them that there's hope and tell them that there's a place that they can go to that's going to change their life and pull them out of wherever they're at, you know? And like that night we prayed for them, prayed for the family, prayed for the community. Um, you know, pastor, felt it was important enough to bring up during the middle of service so um we prayed and and i was praying something i've never prayed i said god give every give them conviction let them be in a place where they just feel your you know fill you and and say you know my life is not in the right place and we were rebuking devils and asking god to give conviction to drug dealers and and gang members and you name it we were you know the church was praying and and i just you know there's somebody uh, selena said this the other day um you know we have on our windows and walls and doors and that we're the church of help hope and healing and it's like <laughs> oh god how how can i be that right now how can i be that on my on my day-to-day walk and every saturday when i'm out there how can i be the church of help hope and healing not just have it written down and say that this is what we are but actually be that um so if you could help us guys i'd I'd really appreciate it um we need prayer for that for this family um this young boy and and two and well actually there's five of them only three of them ride my bus because they're the ones that are old enough and you know there's five kids and it's one boy and four girls and a mother and um if you can pray for them um you know i don't i'm sorry i don't normally you know give out names of our children just for their protection Um, but you do have the mother's name and if you just uplift them in prayer um you know that god would would move on them and comfort them and give them peace and you know, I really believe that that this is an opportunity that we're going to take as a church and try and minister to them. And, you know, just to be there so they know that there is a church that really does care about them. Um, you know, so if you could help me with that, I'd appreciate it, guys. I, I really would. And if you have any information on how to handle situations like this, please. Feel free to you know DM me. Um, I would really appreciate it because I don't know what to do in this situation. Um, but that was you know kind of the weekend in a, in a nutshell. There was more, a lot more that happened. But I I think this was an important thing that I wanted to share because I need help. Um, so if any of you know, please just let me know. Um, but I got a I got a great episode for you guys. Um, I didn't want to dampen the mood, but I felt that this was important enough. Um, but I do have a great episode for you today. I got a young man that I, I love um, on the podcast today that he's, he's you know, a great young man. He's, he's passionate about the things of God. And I really think that this episode is going to help somebody that um, has young people on your team. And you're not quite sure what's going on because you know sometimes uh teens or youth can be a little up and down in their walk um but this episode hopefully will give you an insight of what they're going through and what they're facing in their walk with god and so um with you know without any more time guys uh here we go with this next part all right everybody i'm here with my guest today uh his name is elias candelaria elias go ahead and say hi to everybody What's up, everyone? <laughs> so, Elias is actually my cousin, uh, which is a pretty cool story. We, before, well, before he was even thought of, um, <laughs> my mom and his mom were best friends. And they ended up, they were best friends since they were 13 years old. Um, and then my dad, who happens to be uh, Elias's cousin, so that's how we ended up being related. Um, but my mom, like most of my cousins, I'm probably close to, but not as close to, but with my mom and his mom being so close, we've always been close and I've known Elias since he was in diapers. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, go ahead and tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Elias.
1: Um, you guys already know my name. I'm 17 years old. I'm in high school. I'm a senior right now. What school you go to? I go to Orangewood High School.
0: Oh man. Yeah. I didn't know that. No. <laughs> that's the high school I went to, yeah. and um, that's where they send all the bad kids.
1: <laughs> no, originally I'm from Citrus Valley, but you know, I got lazy, and like I just like fell behind. But right now, I'm doing good right now on the road to graduate early. Okay.
0: So, yeah. Cool. Uh, what else do you do? What do you, what do you like to do in your spare time? Video games?
1: I like to play video games, you know. I like to go... Chill, hang out with friends, play video games, football. I like playing football, basketball. Yeah. Mainly basketball, but football it'd be fun sometimes.
0: Yeah, the, these guys always pick up. They have pickup games after church on Sunday, yeah. or, or any any. Let me rephrase that. Any service day, they have a pickup game going yeah. on. <laughs> Every
1: Sunday uh, like, after service, you walk out, you see, you just see kids playing basketball. Like, my f-
0: my favorite memory of basketball after church is watching. Um, all these little kids playing, okay? Mm-hmm. And you see Taylor <laughs> running up, and he's just dunking. like, And I'm not talking about, like, boom, a little dunk. No, he's, like, slamming the ball over these, like, 11-year-olds.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I remember this one time. He was playing, and it was just us um, youth. We were just at the church doing something. And he got the ball, and he dunked it, but he held onto the rim, and he brought the whole court down. <laughs> Thinking that it was going to stay still. I don't know why, but it was so funny.
0: He's like how old? What? He's like, I think he's 13. He's 13 years old and he's like seven feet tall. (laughs) He's basically that tall. And he's just like, he's just dunking just like, if you ever, um, if you guys are into like sports or anything like that, if you ever watched um, Shaq or somebody dunk on somebody, that's what it looks like. Shaq, but like skinny, super skinny, <laughs> and he's just like just dunking on kids. But I, anyways, that just I always think that's the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Is he, he was just dunking on a bunch of little kids. <laughs> um, but anyways, so um, so Elias has had a history in our ministry, uh, which is a kids' church, um, for quite some time. Uh, how old were you when you got involved in kids' ministry? You remember? Um, you had I, to be
1: just like. I think I was a freshman, so that was, I think I was probably like 14, 15. Wow. Maybe 14, because I remember I was just starting into high school. and I was like, I just joined. Mm-hmm. I liked it, that's why.
0: Yeah, and he was he was in kids' church. Yeah,
1: I grew up in kids' church.
0: Yeah, that, so the cool thing about um, Elias is that when he was born, born pretty much he was in the church yeah and um he you had really no choice you just yeah you just went to church because your parents made you go to church yeah um which is really cool yeah um you know so he's grown up with (laughs) memories of me teaching Mm -hmm. when i when he was little getting in trouble (laughs) getting in trouble just mostly when you're older not so much when you're younger yeah
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) um so today, guys, we're going to talk about, um, I think it's a pretty cool subject because I don't think we've had this um, view of somebody that's in ministry that is a teenager, essentially. You're still a teenager. You're not quite, yeah. you're not quite an adult yet. One more year. Yeah. Um, But, you know, um, what that's like being involved in the church and, and doing things in the church and the things that you have to go through and the things that you've had to um, face in your time just as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's a lot of people that either have to deal with people that are teens or preteens and or they got to deal or it's the other way around. Or somebody that's a teenager that's listening to this that might say, hey, you know, I'm, I've gone through the same things that you've gone through. And look at you now, you're, you're, you're making an effort yeah you know um so you know you were saying about when you started um when you wanted to be involved in in children's ministry like what was that like what was the thing that really just like like pushed you into like wanting to do it
1: well i remember when i first joined it i thought it was pretty cool you know being there with the kids and all that i didn't really have the same exact mindset i had back then compared to now Mm -hmm. like back then you know you weren't really worried that you were. Of course you cared about the kids But like I was still so young So like It was cool being there But compared to now Probably like right now It's like it's cool Seeing that the kids have like A spot to be A place to be at To be comfort And all that Because mm-hmm. like Like we say Like we don't know What's going on over there Like we don't know What happens But it's good to have It's good to to For the kids to know That they could come to us mm-hmm. And they could just be kids Because like You never know Whether they're at home You don't know If they could act like a kid Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I never really thought about it like that when I was younger. I just thought, like, oh, it's pretty cool to be in this ministry, you know.
0: Because mm-hmm. it was fun. It was know? pretty fun, yeah. yeah obviously, nah. yeah, we try to make it fun. and
1: Yeah, of course it's fun. But once you get to that age, you realize that you got to be serious about the kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you say, praying, you always got to be serious for them. During the lesson time, make sure that they're listening. Mm-hmm. Like back then, I really didn't get stuff like that. And so I was probably, like, 15. I was probably 16, actually. Mm-hmm. Then I started realizing, like, okay, I got to, like, be more serious with the kids. Yeah.
0: But. And then, like, so as almost in a way, it was kind of like it was just more fun than anything. Yeah. But, which isn't bad. I mean, like, mm. you know, that's something that you had to learn and... um a lot of that had to do with me probably being hard on you. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times i just be like looking at you and I just throw my arms up in the air <laughs> and I'm like, and you just look at me, you just put your head down. You're like, all right, all right. You know, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <Yeah. laughs> but you know, and it wasn't like, it's different cause we're family. And sometimes it's even harder with people that have family in the church because you're so relaxed with them and you know that you could probably be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably get away with it a little bit more than if it was just some random person that, or not random person, but then that person in the church that's not related to you and you're not necessarily uh, as comfortable with them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but we'll kind of dive into some other stuff on that in a little bit. But so you joined it just you know because it looked fun and something yeah. that really just it caught your eye. Yeah. It does um, me. And so you did children's ministry for a while, right? Yeah. It was it was quite a bit. Um, man, we had some fun stuff as far as, like, s- silly stuff we did. Um, I re- remember when we did um, We did uh, the crucifixion scene for Easter. <laughs> and, man, it was glow-in-the-dark, so you couldn't tell it was really him. Yeah. But he was, like, laying on the cross, and he was like, oh, like, he couldn't do it. Like, you had to, like, hold yourself up or something. What, what was going on with that?
1: It was, uh, it was really crazy. You know, I had um, Brother Joe. Like, uh-huh. you know, he was, like, a soldier, and he was all throwing me down, but he was actually throwing me down pretty hard, so <laughs> it hurt most of the time, but I just had to go through it, you know. I went out with, like, probably a couple of bruises, but I just remember just being thrown and just being like, oh, I got to get back up and do this again. And then, like, we practice it, too, so it would even be more worse, but... <laughs> when i was hanging up there i was like dang i really had to hold on i'm like i don't like if i move an inch like it's gonna mess up the whole thing so Uh, i just i had to be like that
0: the thing was falling huh i think
1: the thing was starting to fall but i think i grabbed onto it Uh uh-huh but at the end it was pretty it was good you know (laughs) the kids got the point
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it was cool because we did it to um the kurt carr song they didn't know and we reenacted that song it was it was actually pretty cool um i don't know if we have video of it or anything like that it was was kind of a little bit back probably um video was then but i don't yeah. think we had anybody it. but um so you know like we've done all kinds of crazy stuff in kids church yeah. um so you know like you're saying at times you didn't really understand the whole you understood what was going on but you didn't like the pit you didn't catch that 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 real reason of why we're doing this yeah um and you know, like I was saying, a lot of times I had to be hard on you. Mm-hmm. And I know even that sometimes you'd tell me, like, "Hey, dude, like, <laughs> you're being really tough on me." <laughs> yeah. um, and a lot of times, even sometimes you wouldn't even tell me that. Yeah, you'd be so mad and you'd leave and you wouldn't tell me anything. Yeah, like what was that all about? Like not about, know, but like, like, like just tell me about it. Like. I
1: just like I wouldn't. I didn't really understand because I wasn't. I wasn't mature at the time. Mm-hmm. I was immature. If anything, I just. Like, for me, even my parents say this, but I, I don't really like when people tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I, unless I know it's right, but like, <laughs> I have a problem with that I have a, It's a bad thing, but, like, that's just me. Like, I would do it, but i will be, like, kind of mad while I'm doing it. And I don't mean any disrespect. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, that's just how I am, and I'm trying. Yeah. I've been trying to fix that because I'd be having the problem with teachers at school. Yeah. And it don't be good.
0: No, I'm the, I'm the same way. I think I, I have a lot of times that just... Like I don't like people telling me things, mm-hmm. but you have like I had to learn. That's something I had to learn. Even as an adult, you still don't like anybody telling you what to do. Yeah. Um but I, you have to kind of learn to bite like, your bite your tongue and, and then, like and,
1: cooperate with them like Yeah, kind of control like, yourself and it, it's like worse when you especially when you know that what you're doing, like you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then like they try telling you to do it a different way, but you know the way to do it. Mm-hmm. That just be getting me mad too sometimes <laughs> cuz I'm like I know what to do.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah. So um but, yeah, like you we were saying, there's many times that you've gone home or you told me after, like, dude, you really upset me. Yeah. And, like, man, you, like, you were bugging me. like, <laughs> um, yeah. And, I mean, like, I wasn't trying to be mean. And yeah. that was a lot of times I had to, to like, tell you I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't mean to do it like that. And yeah. that wasn't what my intentions were. And uh, hopefully... You kind of got that. No, I got you, it. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean you got it after. Yeah, I, I understand. You know, it um,
1: <clears throat> I get what you're trying to do. Like.
0: But a lot of times it was like, man, I was being hard on him because I was like, you know, like he's not getting what I'm trying to tell him. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And that was like my, like, man, I told him like a hundred times, and I had to tell him a hundred times more. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we laugh about it now because yeah. it's funny. <clears throat> but in that time, it was like I was so frustrated. Like it wasn't funny. Like you'd show up like super late. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Like, um. You wouldn't call and tell me you're not going to be there, you know? And, like, what was the thing I always told you, like, when, like, you would show up late or or you didn't call or, or you didn't... Or
1: uh, I'd forget to put something away or I wouldn't do something.
0: hmm But, like, what was the thing I always told you when you, like, didn't show up or you showed up late?
1: Was it to text you? Like, text me. Just text, text me.
0: me and tell me you're not going to be there. Text me and tell me you're uh, going to be late. call me ahead of time. Like, call me ahead know. of... Like, you know, like, there was always, like, I was trying to teach you, like you have to let me know you yeah. can't just not show up because well like, the big thing was, was everybody's counting on you to do your responsibility yeah um because i definitely put on a responsibility on you when you, when you were younger because i wanted to teach you like hey like you got to learn to start doing something like <clears throat> you can't always just depend on someone else to do it for you yeah um I remember that i used to oh, always just drive me nuts <laughs> you'd be like You'd show up and i throw my arms up in the air. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot to like, text you. were like 10, 10 20. I'm 10, supposed to be there at nine o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and you don't have your own car. Yeah. Not you even. know, you were, uh, you know, you had to rely on your mom and yeah. to drive you to church. And man, oh, you should drive me nuts because I you know your mom, your mom is, his his mom is always late to everything. For real. And I think it's just a family thing. I don't, I don't it know. It is a
1: family thing. It's all of
0: us. And everybody but your grandma, I think, is like that. Um, my dad, too. Oh, your dad is
1: like that? But my dad
0: has to wait on my mom for church like, and all that. That's yeah. why. But yeah, it's, really, it's only my <laughs> mom. Your mom just kind of goes, oh, and she just kind of laughs. Yeah, you know? She doesn't really care. Like, she's yeah.
1: just like, <laughs> she we're cares. Just, we're going to show up, but we just just like, late.
0: Yeah, she's just always like, my mom, it drives my mom. You know, my mom always tells your mom a half an hour earlier than the actual time that she has to be there <clears> because <throat> she's always that late. So we'll tell her, Hey, the party's at nine thirty when it's really at ten. Yeah. Um <clears throat> just because that's just your mom.
1: <laughs> uh, that reminds you of like your mom be like Telling my mom, save her a seat and won't even be at church yet. Like, we'll be on our way or barely leaving the house. And my mom would say, yeah, I'll save you a seat, like, before we're there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Half the time, she's not even there.
0: So my mom's saving you guys a seat? No, my mom's saving you, your mom's No, no, seat. I know, but when your, my mom gets there and <laughs> yeah. your mom's not there, she ends up saving you guys a seat? Probably, honestly. Um, so, um, so we got, you got involved, like, super early and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so you, you were in, obviously, high school when you started. Yeah. Um... What's been the hardest part as far as like being in high school and let's just start with this being in high school and being in church yeah what's like been the hardest thing for you?
1: um well, it's not really it's hard it sometimes it could be hard you know you're in high school and you you really don't have that many friends that are in church, so like just being around like an environment where most people are like bad and all that. Mm-hmm. I'd say that gets pretty hard sometimes, cause like, you 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 fall into like, you fall into the the wrong crowd and like, it be it, it be getting hard because you don't you don't have those like those people at church that you have at church. Sometimes you won't have them at school mm-hmm. to be there to pick you up, you know. So I say sometimes that could be hard, just like falling with the wrong crowd. Then like, sometimes you would be at school. And, like, be, again, you fall into the wrong crowd. You start not wanting to go to church. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I, I, I feel like I just want to stay home. Like I don't feel like going. Or I had a bad day. Something happened at school.
0: So when you went to school, you didn't have anybody that went to church with you at school? At
1: first, I did. When mm-hmm. I went to Citrus, I had, like, my cousins and all that. Well, of course, we grew up in church, like most of us. I had, like, probably, like, four, four people that went to church. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I went over to Orangewood, I don't have no one from church.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, in a way, like, did you feel like, man, no one's watching me?
1: Yeah, basically, I had like, I don't have like, I don't have someone there with me. That can that goes to the same thing every
0: day. Like that's mm-hmm.
1: a, that's that goes to church.
0: That like almost in a way like, man, there's no one there to snitch me out. So. Yeah,
1: basically, they'd be like, oh, lice, know you're not supposed to be doing that. Don't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, you kind of felt like, well, no one's looking.
1: Yeah, like no one's looking. You could do it, like. But in reality, you shouldn't. It's better yeah. when you have someone with you, whether you just have one person just being there to, like, tell you, like, oh, you know that's not right. Don't mm-hmm. do that.
0: And it's not always just like, oh, well, they're going <laughs> to snitch on me. It's In a way, it's kind of like, man, like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. So maybe do you ever feel like I had someone that I could go to and they would be my way out of making sure that I didn't do this kind of in a way?
1: Yeah, I've had someone like that. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Like, man, I know, like, I can trust them, and I tell them, hey, like, I felt like this temptation came up, or this thing, and I'm struggling with this, and, but you didn't have that at school. Yeah, I don't
1: have that at the school right now, but, Mm -hmm. like, whenever that happens at school, I usually, whenever, when it comes to, like, Wednesdays or Sundays, I have someone later on to talk to about, you know?
0: Mm hmm But it's so, it was easier when you had people at school. Yeah. Because you had somebody that you could hang out with, and... Mm -hmm. And kind of just really just lean on them, like you all kind of lean on each other. Yeah. Um, But you said obviously you went to a different school, so it was a lot harder. Um, So I'm gonna say what like what else would be difficult for you know just going to church in general aside from just the school stuff like you know.
1: Mm. Probably I don't really know. Like I don't really have. There's not really a lot. That's that's probably the only thing really is just that i'm trying to think of what else
0: like what do you mean like you know like what else would make it difficult for you like to just want to be involved because i mean uh, if you don't mind like you know like there's a time like obviously you were in kids church and then yeah i remember you coming to me and like oh man like hey i think i'm gonna go in the church today yeah because Um, i'm like i'm just having a hard time or something yeah
1: yeah um like, I can talk about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, if you want. Um, you. I went through, it, like, it was a tough
1: time, you know. It's, uh, my, my theater one of my theater passed away. It was one of my, she was really close to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I remember, like, once I found out, you know, it really, it really, it really hurt, of mm-hmm. course, because, like, that's a family member, but. She was super, like, I was really close, like... You guys were all... Well, we were all close. We were all close, because, like, no matter what, every weekend, I'd always go sleep over at the house. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, that's just how I grew up. Like, that was my other house. That was basically where I lived. Yeah. And after she passed away, I remember talking to my parents about it. I was like, I don't really... I want... I feel like I should just be in the big church right now. Mm -hmm. So I took away my... um, I just backed off of the ministries I was in. It's just so... You know, I could build myself up to be like to be better because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't feel right. I just felt like I I felt like I should just stay in the big church
0: for some time. Do you feel like maybe like you weren't. I, I don't know if this is the right word, but like you weren't worthy um, or not like worthy, but like, like you right? knew it like you felt in your heart like it wasn't right for you to be there.
1: Yeah, like sometimes it <clears> felt <throat> like that. Like I don't like I don't, I don't feel like I'm in the right the right area right now. Mm-hmm. like it's like it's it's different compared <clears throat> to kids' ministry and being in the big church. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I should be up there you know praying with like older people praying with like having pastor come pray with me
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just like I felt like i just I felt like I should just be in there for right now, mm-hmm. and maybe once time goes <clears throat> by, I could just join back in my ministries mm-hmm. and of course that happened, so yeah,
0: and I know like your parents were really. They weren't hard on you. That's not the word, because that, that sounds bad.
1: Yeah. But your
0: parents were really good about being on you about yeah making sure that you were being faithful. Yeah. Um, you were living your life right as mm-hmm. much as they could obviously see. Yeah. You know, um, because I I remember you were telling me like oh you know like my parents are on me about making sure that I'm doing right or like kind yeah. of just explain that like how your parents were about that. Yeah. Just
1: like. My parents were really supportive at the time. They're always supportive, mm-hmm. but at that time, like they're so supportive, they didn't like they wouldn't get they didn't get mad at me for leaving my ministries. Mm-hmm. Of course, they understood, and they always like helped me out by saying, "Whenever you're ready, you do what you got to do." Mm-hmm. Whether you feel like joining back now or you feel like taking some time off of it, and I was glad to always have them, you know, because mm-hmm. I would like to. I like to talk to my parents about stuff, but sometimes I like keeping it to myself because. I feel like I don't want them to worry about me when my my mom's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to feel like oh here's another a burden to carry, but they've mm-hmm. all they always supportive you know. Yeah,
0: because I know your mom and your dad would be like, well, he needs to make sure he's he's living right and yeah. They would talk. We I we talk all the time. You know, we talk once a week at least. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I remember you know like your dad would tell me like is is Elias doing okay like, you know because I want to make sure that he's doing fulfilling his commitment and that's like that's so awesome that you have parents that are that care so much about you that they're like on you about making sure like yeah. like hey dude you make sure you're living your life right because yeah. you're, you're in a ministry and you know and a lot of times the parents just don't care yeah you know like, parents will let their kids do whatever um but you know your parents cared enough to make sure that they were on you about making sure that you're being faithful and yeah not slacking off you know when it comes to being at work days or you know things like that.
1: Yeah, that's basically, like, my dad, he says, if you got a priority, you should get your priorities straight and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know you should be somewhere with the church, whether it be outreach, set-up days, or, like, anything, you know you should be there, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to miss it.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, like I said, a lot of parents, they can care less, you know, and they'll kind of just, like, oh, well, they'll make their own decisions. and Yeah. Yeah, it's true, you, you're going to make your own decisions, but, like, your parents are there. <clears throat> just like you know like how my mom is like my mom was there to guide me yeah and when sometimes she was hard on me and i had to do things that i didn't want to do you know but they were teaching us to become better men especially your dad your dad your dad dad is so his you know with his testimony and everything Mm -hmm. that he's gone through in his life um he wants the best for you yeah and i and i think you now you appreciate that even more yeah you know but back then it was like, man, my dad's being hard, <laughs> he being hard on me. And yeah,
1: he'd always push me, like, and I'd be like, I never understood why I'm like I'm still I'm still a kid, like mm-hmm. I'm barely like either 13, I'm just entering high school. Um you know, he was always trying to get me prepared. Prepared yeah. for like bigger things in life. Like, even though he pushed me at the time and I used to always get mad, like I'd go to my room upset, being like, I don't know why he would do this, I'm still young. Mm-hmm. He was he was just always looking out for me, always making sure that I'm going to be ready for when I become, he just basically got me ready to become the man I am, you know, mm-hmm. always telling me what's right, what's wrong, you know, I, I t- he always tells me that you got to provide when you have a family, like, you mm-hmm. have to be a man, so.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, that's awesome, because, you know, as close as we are, like, you know, just understanding that from your parents this is like man you know it makes me so great so happy that i have you know although you're younger and i have somebody that's on my team that's parents are like they're pushing them and saying okay you know Lice, you got to i'm you know my, your mom would always tell me to let me know if he has to be here yeah Cause a lot of times you wouldn't tell her <laughs> yeah I would not <laughs> and you wouldn't tell her and then like she'd be like i'd be like i was like hey where was lies she goes for what <laughs> You know, because you wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I thought, like, I'm like, man, like, his parents didn't bring him. Like, your mom's like, I just didn't know, you know, because you didn't want to go or yeah. whatever it was. And yeah. so, um, but so you left ministry, obviously, like you're saying, just because a lot of things just going on live school. Yeah. Um, you felt like you weren't in a place to be there. Yeah. Um, But what, I mean, obviously, this is recently, so. You know, yeah. what pushed you to want to join again and start? Because you were doing Joshua ministry for a while, too. Yeah, I was
1: doing that for um, a minute.
0: For you guys that don't know what Joshua ministry is kind of like a cadet, um, somebody who helps out the ministers during our service time. Um, so that way it makes it a little easier for the ministers to do what they need to do because they don't have to walk around and grab this and this and this. Um, Definitely just a huge blessing for that. Um, But So you were doing that for a while, but then you even stopped doing that.
1: Yeah, for the same reason I stopped. Mm -hmm. But what really brought me back was I remember I I talked to my parents about it. I was like, I want to join back in both of my ministries. And they were just telling me, like, do what you do. Like, if you're ready, you're ready. Just pray on it. So I was really praying on it. And so, like, Kids Revival, that night I talked to you about joining back. Mm Mm-hmm how i told you like let me get this weekend to be with the kids see how i feel about it mm-hmm. and i don't i don't i don't remember exactly what night it was but i believe it was either saturday night saturday or sunday night i was praying with one i was praying by myself and then a kid came up to me started praying with me and it really touched me mm-hmm. to see to show that like you see other kids praying by themselves you see kids sitting down i seen him sitting down and he just came up to me and started praying with me and it just really touched me and it really it opened up my eyes to see to see that they care. They care like to pray with me and all that. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I, I should join. I felt like I should just join
0: back. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I know like you came up to me. Um, I, I think it was I think it was Saturday. I don't know Friday sure. night. Friday night, yeah. And you came up to me and talked to me and you said, "Hey, like, um, I've I've been really thinking and kind of praying about this, about joining children's children's ministry again." And you know the funny, remember what I told you? I said, man, that's really weird. I was like, because I've been actually praying yeah. for you, <laughs> you yeah. know? I was like, I've been praying for you. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I just got put me on your, put you on my heart again. And just, I just was praying that, you know, like, hey, you know, like, God, like, let this weekend do something for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was too, it was too funny, you know, because yeah, like, I was
1: like. It was like, it was unexpectedly, like, obviously that was a that sign I was telling you about, like, like I just want to, I'm waiting for the right sign to see what God has and, to see that, for, to hear that you were praying about it, that was my sign that I'm going to join back. Mm-hmm. And another thing happened was with Joshua ministry. The same thing happened with Brother Mark. Mm-hmm. You know, he texted me. He's telling me he's been praying for me, praying to see me join back. And I, I told him exactly the same. I was like, I've been praying about it, too, mm-hmm. and I've been waiting for that sign. And it happened from you and him. Yeah. So I joined like, back. Like, neither
0: of us had, none of us had talked about yeah, anything. I haven't talked like, about it. The only thing I think we asked is, is, like, hey, could you help out this weekend? Yeah. Because we opened it up to the whole church. So yeah. it wasn't just, um, <clears throat> people who have worked in children's ministry for that time of the weekend, we opened it up to everybody that wants to help out. Mm. So, you know, we, you were just, I had just thought, oh, well, he's just going to help out for the weekend. Yeah. And then he's not going to, you know, yeah. usually we just have to do noodles. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um. But, you know, like, it's just so awesome that, like, God moved everything around Mm -hmm. that weekend, like, perfectly. Like, you came to me, and I told you, like, that's so funny that you're telling me that I've been actually praying about this. Yeah. And then you're talking to Mark, Mm -hmm. and Mark's like, dude, I've been praying about this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, in a way, like, God's just, like, showing up and just saying, hey, Elias, like, pay attention to this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is really important, you know. Um and it's awesome that you didn't just turn away from it.
1: Yeah. When I when I when I heard that from you, I was like this is my event. This is an advantage. I'm going to take it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take any time to think about it. I already did my praying. Mm-hmm. You did your praying. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready to join back.
0: Yeah. And I think th- especially um just all the stuff that happened that weekend cuz it yeah. was such a powerful weekend. It was. Um you know, like I think it really you know, if we use this weekend for a lot of people to open their eyes to see what we're really trying to do yeah. in this ministry. Um, you know, and I told you, um, you know, there's so many kids. And I explained, you know, that's what we talked about. There's so many kids in this ministry that need, they need young men. They need yeah. men. And, yeah. as, you know, because it was just me, you know, yeah. in children's ministry. And I was the only guy and I had to pull in other guys to help me out on yeah. guys days, you know. Um, but I said they need somebody to look up to. Yeah. And a lot of times I would tell you, hey, like, you know, like even remember when I was you were younger and I had to get on you, like, these boys look up to you. Yeah. You know, and I said, you know, and it's they're too important to me to not tell you something. Yeah. Um, but now like you have that understanding of just like I'm here to be an example Mm -hmm. to these boys. Um, because we get rough boys. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we get (laughs) boys that are are a little rough around the edges, yeah, and they have no one teaching them you know like those guys there those boys that are coming in they have a mom that works yeah or she's on drugs, and dad's never dad's not even at home yeah you know, and they don't have anybody to look up to what a, what a man should be yeah you know and how's that been um, as far as being able to help them in the short time that you've been doing it lately uh, compared to last time?
1: I think it's it's gotten better, you know, because, like, now that I'm mature, more mature, and I understand more, mm-hmm. I feel like it's gotten way better compared to before, mm-hmm. you know, just praying with them and all that, talking to them, being more interactive with them, because like, if you see if you see me around, like, I talk, I'm talkative, but sometimes I could just be to myself, mm-hmm. like, I'll just be there, like, <clears throat> like what you said about me sitting in the back and me not sitting with them. Yeah but i think i think it's like it got into some it got better you know just i feel like they they could actually see like that oh we got we got guys here that we can actually look up to like like we don't know but like the way we dress a kid could take that and be like i want to wear a dress shirt to church mhm or like i want to wear pants to church yeah i feel like it's it's good it's cool that they look up to us and it's cool that we're there it's like we're there for them and all that mhm
0: Yeah, I think, like, especially the dressing thing is, like, a big deal. Like, you know, um, there's boys that I talk to um, on a weekly basis and we'll talk about sneakers because, you know, that's what, you know, I'm into sneakers and they're into sneakers. And we'll just sit and talk and, you know, like, they'll come up and I'm like, man, your shoes look really cool today. You know, and um, we'll start talking about shoes and stuff like that or um, we'll talk about basketball or something because they're all into that too. Mm. Um, But, yeah, definitely I think that that avenue of just having – open for them just to build relationships and you know like you said they have someone that they can like oh well you know I want to start doing this because brother so-and-so does this yeah Um, <clears throat> you know like it brings me back to the little girl who wanted a bun on her head <laughs> because sister Missy wanted a, had a bun on her head yeah you know like you don't think like you would never have thought this young girl looks at sister Missy and then wants to like be like her, be like that, like you know, and no one, none of us thought that, yeah, <laughs> you know, but that's so random that like you know,
1: it's actually it's it's pretty cool, like it's good, like they look at us and they're like, oh, he's wearing a nice button-up shirt. I want to wear a button-up shirt, mm-hmm. like or I want to wear a button-up with some pants, or like mm-hmm. I want to wear dress shoes.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's cool. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's my favorite, one of my favorite parts about doing children's ministry is that they want to mimic you and sometimes it's scary because you got to make sure they're mimicking the right stuff. stuff, You know, like, you know, when it's altar time, like on Sunday nights or any night, (laughs) i rephrase that, not just any night, any night there's service. I always make sure I'm in the altars because someone's watching me. Mm -hmm. Um, someone's paying attention to what I'm doing and I want to be the best example I can be. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that I, I had to learn. Um, the hard way sometimes. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not perfect, and, and I'm not trying to act like I'm perfect. But I want the kids or anybody that's ever watching what I'm doing to say, he's at least trying. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the main thing. It's like, yeah, he fails. Sometimes he messes up. But at the end of the day, he's trying. Yeah. And that's all I want to do is just keep trying. Yeah. Um, so... You know, with your family, I think it's awesome because you you got your mom and your dad and the, they're awesome people I love them to death um they're like my second set of parents, you yeah. know, and my mom the same thing with you guys, you and your brother um but like your grandma man your grandma is your grandma's awesome yeah she love, is. your grandma is my cousin, and it's so weird that I have to call her cousin yeah you know but <laughs> um <coughs> but your grandma's awesome and like how does that feel, like, how does that make you, how did that make you feel, like, knowing that your grandma, like, I always think of your grandma as a hero. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, there's there so many people in this church because of your grandma. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make you feel?
1: It's, it's pretty cool, you mm-hmm. know. I look up to my grandma a lot because, like, she's showing that she's tired, she works, she's young but old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but she's still doing what she does. She's still picking up kids in the bus. Mm-hmm.
0: Like she's your grandma works a full... She worked. She's still working a full-time job or she's retired now?
1: She's still working a full-time job. She's still job.
0: working a full-time job.
1: She's working a job right now. She's mm-hmm. working from 8 in the morning to 5 o'clock at night mm-hmm. every day. And then to see her still come Wednesday night saying she's tired mm-hmm. but she still goes... Seeing her Sunday mornings up early, getting ready to go pick up kids
0: on the bus,
1: dropping them off on the bus, mm-hmm. picking up people before service sun, yeah. was Sunday nights. Yeah, going with her to pick up people around like around she always the has
0: somebody with her. She does. There's never a time I've seen your grandma come to church that she didn't have a a person she's picked up for church. Yeah, and I'm not talking about family. Yeah, I'm maybe just t- like
1: friends, mm-hmm. like.
0: Whenever we go places, like, I don't know how, like, she always knows somebody. Your grandma knows everybody. we be
1: in the most randomest place in Redlands, and then mm-hmm. she's waving, oh, there she is. Man, I haven't seen her in forever. I'm like, how do you know her? Yeah. And then, like, I'm just, like, or she would be, like, she like, she's just, like, laugh and wave. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows them, and it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, or there's, like, teenagers or, or kids that go up to her, and they say, Sister Loretta. You know, because they know, like, either she picked them up on the bus at some point in time. Like, that's, like... Mm-hmm. There's so many, like... Your grandma's just awesome. I love your yeah. grandma. Um, and she's the littlest lady. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because she's, she's tiny. She's probably, like, four-something. Yeah, she's four. Like, uh, I don't even know. She's short, shorter than your mom, right? Yeah, I don't know. Or <laughs> about was, the same size. They're probably the same size. Your mom's right. really short, too. <laughs> My mom's short. But... um, And your dad's really tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um But, like, your grandma she's like, man, she's a, she's a hero. Mm-hmm. Like when I see her, like, man, when I, I just want to be like her, Yeah, you know, just because of all the people, she's always bringing someone to church. Yeah. She's always, she's a talker. <laughs> she's like your uncle, you <laughs> know, like her, and, her and her brother are like dead set alike. Yeah. Like when they talk, they talk and they'll yeah. talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like, so did that make you almost sometimes like feel like, Oh man, like, I'm never gonna be like that
1: sometimes I'll take it yeah it'll be like that sometimes because like that's someone that's a part of your family that's someone that people like people could look at you be like he's probably like her hmm he's probably he probably he has school he has ministries and I don't have a job yet but I'm gonna get a job mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to be like her having my job but still being able to come to church mm-hmm. and do what she does She's always at the. She's always at church. I
0: don't think there's ever a service that your grandma misses.
1: Unless she's really sick, but even if she has like a headache or like she's a little sick, she'll still say, "I gotta go," Mm -hmm. and she'll still go. And it's cool to look at that. Like I want, I look up to my grandma a lot. I don't do the same things she does, but still, like it makes me push. Like, even though I got a ministry, like she doesn't. Even if she doesn't have to pick up like kids on the bus and she will be really tired, she'll still go to church Mm -hmm. because she knows that's her
0: priorities. Yeah. And it's cool looking up to my grandma. It's really good. But sometimes you feel like, man, like...
1: Or like, sometimes I can't, like, I can't be like... I won't be able to be like her, but, like... Yeah. Sometimes I feel like, man, how is she doing it? I'm younger. I have more energy, and I don't even feel like doing it no more.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and that's a lot of times, like, I'll think of that. Like, all of the... All of our elders that are in the church, the, like, I look at them, and I'm like, man, I want to be like them. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be, you know, like your grandma... Um, sister Evelyn. Yeah. Sister Evelyn. You know, um, you know, there's all these elders that we have in our church. I'm just thinking to the Plues. Yeah. Um, you know, they are always just here serving and just doing something. Like they didn't stop because they're older. Yeah. You know, and it's like like you said, like, man, I'm younger. I shouldn't be tired, I shouldn't be <laughs> complaining. Um, you know, I wanna be I wanna be faithful like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I still wanna be at that age and still wanna do something in the church and not just you know, like a lot of times, like well, people say, "Well, I want to take a break." Yeah. You know, like, well, yeah, you know, like I want to take a break too, but there's so much work that needs to be done. You know. <laughs>
1: yeah, and if I leave, we don't even know what's gonna get, what's gonna happen, what's gonna get done.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and I'm pretty sure that's what your grandma thinks. Like, well, if I don't pick them up, no one's gonna pick them up. Yeah,
1: like that's one bus down. Like. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch of people that are looking forward to going, not being able to go because I don't feel like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she like she, she goes, she fights through it. Sometimes she doesn't even fight. She's just like happy to do it. Yeah. And she, she's, she's always, always happy. happy. Yeah.
0: Your grandma's always happy. Like sometimes when she's like, like tired, but she still will do it. I think I've only seen your grandma mad once.
1: <laughs> I don't even think I have. Besides, I like at home or something. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I mean like at home. Yeah. I've never seen her mad. Only, I think, once. And it scared me. <laughs>
1: I don't remember. I don't think so. I oh, I'm think...
0: sure she's got mad at you. Oh, at me. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> of course she's got mad at me.
0: But, um, yeah. But like, you know, like that's one thing, like, I always. Like, for me, it's hard because I don't understand that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I don't know what that feels like to have, you know, I have my mom, which my mom and me are, we're going together through this at the same time. Like, I went to church before my mom, (laughs) you know, Um, so it's hard to say, like, oh, like, you know, my mom's, you know, my mom's faithful, but, you know, just like, but like your grandma, you have this hero and you have this person that you like, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. or you have your mom and dad. Yeah. You know, like that, that are heroes. You know, you look at them and you're like, yeah. wow, they've been through so much and now they've given their life to God. Yes. Um,
1: uh-huh. it's like mainly my dad, too. I look up to my dad a lot because, like, he works uh, probably like 12 hour shifts a day, mm-hmm. even more. Sometimes he'll go up to 13, 14, mm-hmm. and like, he does he won't be able to, he can't make it Wednesday nights, which it, it, it stinks, you know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, because he has to be up like that. He
1: has to be up at like probably two in the morning, yeah. Gets home at like 5, 6, mm-hmm. s- or 7, but he's still like, he'll be tired Saturday, it's the only day off, then gotta get up for church Sunday morning because he got his ushering, mm-hmm. and I look up to him a lot because he does this every single day. Mm-hmm. He goes through it week by week by week, and he's still faithful.
0: Yeah, and he loves people. Your mm-hmm. dad, t- your dad. I think your whole family is like this, really. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> I don't think there's only a couple of people that aren't, like, talkative. But, yeah, like, your dad's like, super talkative. Your mom's super talkative. Yeah. Like, they just talk to anybody.
1: I like it. It's cool because, you know, mm-hmm. whenever it's like, new people at church, I usually, like, if it's new youth members, mm-hmm. like, I don't like them. Like, I don't want them to feel like, oh, like, we, we won't be able to fit in. Like, I, like, I'll talk to you. Like, once I find out your name, I'm going to talk to you. And I'm going to just talk to you, like, if I know you already because I really don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make you feel like you're a part of us because you are, like, yeah. our, uh I think our saying is like you belong mm-hmm. you belong here and like yeah. I feel like it's true like like you see me walk up to these this new family that came up. they have three sons. I walked up to all three of them and I act like I knew them and they're probably thinking like who's this guy talking to like We don't know you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's just how
1: I am. that's how we all that's how my family is like yeah we're oh just... yeah
0: you guys I, it's so funny. so <laughs> this makes me laugh because I think about this Thanksgiving at like your grandma's house, <laughs> man, and I remember when I was a kid. And never wanted to go over to Thanksgiving at your grandma's house because I was like, "Mom, there's gonna be like a hundred people there, <laughs> and I don't know any of them." And they they always have somebody there that's not family, and yeah. you know. And I was a kid because that's like when we went to my grandma's house, or we went to my or my dad's grand my dad's mom's house, or my mom's mom's house. Like, it was always just family. Yeah. Like, every now and then you get someone new. But when you go to your family, like, you guys have <laughs> everybody.
1: You We have family, friends, kind of friends, <laughs> friends of friends. <laughs> and but, everybody shows up. Yeah, we all have, and we all, we're all there. Like, we're just a yeah. regular family. But, but
0: I think that's awesome because, like, now you're just making that, putting that into church now. And you're like, well, I don't care who you are. Yeah. Like, like just come with me. You know? Yeah,
1: That's a good thing that they, like, I've been brought up like that. Like, I'll be having, like, my cousins, their side of the family. Like, we are we don't even talk to them. Mm-hmm. But once they come over, it's just, like, a normal day. Mm-hmm. And I take that to church, too, because, like, we could be going, like, youth events. Like, it, it could be Wednesday night, and we got a youth event Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, oh, you sh- want to go? You guys sh- should go. And, mm-hmm. like, sometimes they'll be like, I don't know. But most of the time, they'll say yes because, like, they're getting invited. They're not feeling like they're just going to show up, like, without an invitation. We always invite them. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to talk to somebody and then, like, it's cool. It's always cool to talk to them, even if they're like, oh, I don't know you. Why are you mm-hmm. talking to me? Like, who are you?
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um. Did Now, I know this is kind of off topic, but you used to do, um, but bi- pastor used to have a Bible study.
1: Oh, yeah. You guys still do that? We still have that. You still have that? We've had that. I don't even know. Since you were in middle long, school. I was probably, like, se- eighth, seventh or eighth grade. I remember it. I was in eighth grade. When we first started, because I remember my cousin that goes mm-hmm. to it, he was a freshman. We mm-hmm. used to have that every Tuesdays uh, three fifteen at ba- at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And Citrus
0: Plaza, we'd have that every week. Boys, uh, boys. Boys Bible, Bo- boys Bible young, study. Young, no young men's Bible study. Young men's Bible study. because he did a men's Bible study. Yeah.
1: Then he'd have ours. I think right after. Yeah. Like he'd have theirs like during like probably like twelve ish. So you guys still do it? We still do it now. We, we've had it. Sometimes we'd have it where it's just me and, it's only me and someone else. Mm-hmm. Like I remember at one point, I think it was like probably like a year ago when a bunch of my cousins, when we, they were all coming into church, mm-hmm. we'd have like a big old group. But then it died slowly, like we wouldn't have it. We'd have it, but no one would really show up. Mm-hmm. But now we're still having it, you know. We'd be having it. Now we switched it to Thursdays.
0: Uh-huh. So, man, you've been going since the seventh grade. And you get a Bible study with mm-hmm. pastor. Yeah, it's pretty cool it's fun cuz he's like when he talks it's just like it's really good like there's so much knowledge that he gives he, you you know
1: he knows a lot he's he's a wise man <laughs> sometimes like i want to when i'm there i'm like if only I knew what he means I could probably it could be like if it could sound good, like if I, like oh he's saying this, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And sometimes still now that I know now that I'm older, I'm still like I don't I still don't get what you mean, but You know you could
0: ask him, right?
1: I would but I don't feel like wasting his time. <laughs> You're not
0: wasting his time. No, I probably. just feel
1: like, I'm like oh, I don't know what I like I I do
0: asking. Um and I remember like he would tell me about the Bible study and he would say, like, you know, like when I take people out for Bible study and i take them to like starbucks mm. they order like the biggest drink <laughs> they can get you know yeah. um and, and you know it's like whatever it's just part of just doing a bible study they you know they think hey someone's buying me something i'm gonna buy the biggest thing <laughs> yeah. you know and it's like a six dollar seven dollar drink yeah, you know i'm like man but like i remember what pastor would say like you guys he would always like praise you guys he'd be like man like i love these guys and like i take them and they get, like, you know, they get the smallest drink, and yeah. I'm like, get a
1: bigger one, you know? Like, sometimes, it would be like that. Sometimes, like, we wouldn't, like, we if he wouldn't offer it, we wouldn't ask. Uh-huh. We'd just be like, okay, we, we don't worry about it. But once he asks, of course, we're going to take it. Uh-huh. And then I, we wouldn't get
0: the biggest size unless uh-huh. he, like... He'd probably, but most of the time, he'd be like, get the bigger one, yeah, you know? Like whenever
1: <laughs> we like, whenever we have, like, deals, he'd be like, we get, I think, I believe it's Ventes, the biggest uh-huh. one. He'd be like, Ventes all around, and we just get Ventes, but... <laughs> It's cool having, it's cool. I yeah. love Bible study with pastor.
0: So I think that's awesome that like you guys, you're still involved in that. I didn't even know. I wasn't sure. That's why I asked. Yeah. Um, but so in children's ministry now, like you're getting involved in it. And this is one thing that we were, I wanted to make sure we talk about was like the noodle people. Yeah. So Eli is a seasoned noodle person. Yeah. He's been doing it since we started doing them. Yeah. Um. And a lot of times we did our noodle people with mostly just dancing. Yeah. Because Eli's got the moves. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but you threw out your back. Yeah, I messed up my back. He went into retirement.
1: I went to retirement for like a couple months and I'm doing back. I'm doing better.
0: (laughs) He's got to start working out and working his back out. Um, But you love doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like that's your, like, I think... Even when you weren't involved in children's ministry, we'd call you up just yeah. to like pull you out of retirement and have you do it. You know, um, but like it's something you love to do. Mm-hmm. And tell me, like, tell me about it. Like, what what do you love about it?
1: I just love like it's just fun. Like you could be crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I would think that the kids wouldn't know who you are, but they they always scream my name because they know which one I am because I. I'd be doing the dances that they know, like the most recent dances. <laughs> so like I would walk up in there and I'll hear is brother Eli, brother Eli. Like they know, oh. who, they know it's me, and I'm trying to act like, oh no, that's not me, that's not me. <laughs> but I love it because like it's really fun. Like you, mm-hmm. could, you could do whatever you want. You could go crazy. Yeah, it's fun, especially since we added the acts. Like we acted out things.
0: So like all of our noodle people before, we used to just do like a song. Yeah, and they would dance to it and just have fun. And kinda of that was it, you know. Yeah. We didn't do a whole lot with it. But this year, um, I I really wanted to push to to use this as a tool to teach. Yeah. Um, and so this year we did songs that we acted out. Yeah. Um tell me about what you what you thought about that. It was really cool.
1: Like it was just like of course none of the kids were expecting that. Like I wasn't even expecting that when she told mm-hmm. me like I was like, We're doing skits. Like I'm mm-hmm. so used to just dancing, like, what are we gonna be doing? Mm-hmm. But once I once we practice, I'm like, OK, this is actually bit, it's going to be really cool because like it's something we've never done before. And we I I don't know if you thought about it before, but it's cool mm-hmm. that you brought it up. You brought it up now. And I liked it. It was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. And I think it definitely was a way to like like remember uh, we talked about Ghost. Yeah. So we did a song by Mercy Me. It's called Ghost okay we actually took the idea from uh there's a YouTube page uh, if you look up total life encounters and look up ghost um you're gonna find the video for it and it's awesome um they do skits mm-hmm. with songs and we've done Satan bites the dust in the past oh, yeah, and right. that was probably the ex- like only skit that we've ever done yeah um but I really felt like you know like I like the dancing it's fun mm-hmm. it, it gets the energy going but I want this to be more than just a fun dancing kind of thing. Yeah. I want to use this as a tool to get somebody to think about something. Yeah. You know, and we always did songs that that, that had to do, you know, with great topics. Like, you know, we um, did songs about, you know, the power in the name of Jesus. We did yeah. songs with all the dancing. And, and those were great. But I, I'm not saying that we would never do those again. But I really wanted to put a shift into it this year. And say, hey, I want this to minister to someone. Yeah. So we did songs like Ghost, where Ghost is essentially a song. Like I said, it's by Mercy Me, um, where it was talking about the Holy Ghost. Mm. And you know, we had on that one, we did, we had the faces. We oh, made yeah. those faces. <clears throat> and you were the main face. You I were was, the only face. I, think. I was the
1: only. I was the. I was the only one out there. Uh-huh. No, I wasn't the only one. I was the only like noodle out yeah. there besides people holding signs. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like thinking like, oh, the pressure's on me. Like I have to know this song. Yeah. And like it was really, it was really touching. Like in the middle of the song, I remember I was like, this is really touching me. Like I, mm-hmm. this song is, it, it's like it's a song, but it
0: has so much meaning into it. And it was talking about like the Holy Ghost. And it was talking about how like, the like it's like there's a ghost, and it says it's not a ghost and. You know bed sheets, and we yeah. had a ghost that looked like it was in bed sheets, yeah. and it's talking about it's not a campfire ghost that's scary. Yeah, you know it's a ghost that's going to change your life, mm-hmm. and and you know, like I'm just man, I feel it right now. Like I feel yeah. God like really moving like on that like right now, just talking about this because I remember just seeing those kids sitting there just so like
1: whoa, like, like they
0: saw a giant monster come out of a campfire, oh, yeah. yeah. and then the water came over and splashed it, and it disappeared. Yeah, you know, and then at the end. <clears throat> we the it was talking about i'm not afraid and it showed all these things that the holy ghost we start we had these signs and they would own like one would say power mm-hmm. or no, no it said fear fear and then they would open it up and it would be fearless and there was yeah. all the things that the holy ghost allowed us to have yeah you know and songs like that like that was a great one like that was a good one. um that was probably my favorite Besides um,
1: the dancing, that was, that was probably my <laughs> favorite
0: skit. Yeah, and then we even did another one called Glorious Day. Yeah. And remember that one was with the actual noodles. Yeah. We had two of you guys. Oh, uh, three. three. We had uh, two. two noodles that and were then, just people and then one that was Jesus. Yeah. And then um, we had signs, other people holding signs, and they would, you know, the song was talking about being, you know, trapped and being buried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we had the signs burying you guys in the grave. Yeah. And then you would, like, break out of the grave Mm -hmm. and then start running. Yeah. You know? Um, But those are the things that we really, like, I really feel that God is going to use this more than just a fun. Yeah. You know, that's my goal for next year. Yeah. Is to really change this. Our puppet ministry, our our noodle ministry that we have. I know this sounds really funny. A noodle ministry. But to change it, to use it to really minister to somebody yeah and dancing and and all that's fun and that's that's just pumping people up to get them excited about church yeah you know and i don't think we'll stop that no we won't. you know but it's it's at the end of the day that's just getting people here yeah and we want to keep people yeah and i believe in one day that we can even have a service you know, like big picture stuff, like have a service with just noodle people ministering. That would be good. It might be like two or three skits that they have to do. That would be good. You know, just like in a way like that. Total Life Encounters does. Yeah. You know, they do these skits as this is their ministry and this mm. is what they're doing to show people Jesus. Yeah. You know, and that's our. That's what I want. I want to show these kids Jesus and I want to show them in a way that they could remember it. Yeah, you know, because they won't forget the ghosts. No, they won't. You know, they won't forget the graves and and glorious day. Yeah. You know, um, you know, those are the things that I, I really think. Um, so what are before we finish up, I, I want to ask you what are what are some goals that you have for this next year? Um, well,
1: um for the noodle people. Well, just in just in general. Well, if in general, well, starting with the noodle people, mm-hmm. hopefully next year. <laughs> We get fixed my noodle because I broke my noodle. Oh yeah,
0: you did. He he went so hard on on it. Practice. It, it broke.
1: I broke it in practice and I broke it in the middle of performing. Yeah. But, um, next year I, I want to have like more people more people do noodle people probably. Mm-hmm. I'd have I want my my partner in crime you know shout out to Allie. Mm-hmm. I need Allie with me because she'd be going <laughs> crazy too. Yeah. I love it when Allie does noodle people with me. Yeah. But probably my next goal, my my goal for next year's like. I don't know. Just like that for little mm-hmm. people.
0: What about everything else like church and Joshua ministry? Probably like
1: just stay in my ministries, you know, keep mm-hmm. on doing what I'm doing. Doing keep on doing what I love to do, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I have like also another person that helps me with Joshua ministry, is Tony. Mhm. A uh, shout out to Tony, of course.
0: Tony, you, you know, you know who you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know Tony.
0: shout out uh Instagram page uh, Hope uh, Center Hope Center stalker, stalker. shout he, out to out to them he likes to roast people on there
1: yeah he likes to expose people (laughs) no but i look at (laughs) expose people (laughs) yeah he does he exposed me and of course he only exposed himself one time (laughs) no but i look up to tony a lot too Mm -hmm. you know for jam especially because he's always there yeah i could talk to tony i could be real tony tony could be real back Mm -hmm. but yeah i look up to tony for that you know i thank him for everything he's done always taking me out always hanging out you know mm-hmm. whenever he has the day off he would drive from banning and to, to come hang out with me yeah you know i i, I love that about him it's cool mm-hmm. it's cool to be jammed with him too yeah like for hope for the world it was cool being up there with him or like billy
0: mm-hmm. and you got to meet all of these the preachers like ministers i and was
1: happy i was happy i did matt tuttle friday night mm-hmm. saturday i had ari prado and then I didn't do it Sunday but I was my main one I wanted to do was Ari Prado and then I got Matt Tuttle yeah the first night I was I was really excited yeah because I love their preaching
0: and you got to really like meet them you, yeah like you to, were there for them to help them out and... yeah
1: like I was there with Matthew Tuttle just talking to be like like him just talking to me like oh can you send a link to that to their email like if you mess mm-hmm. up if I mess up during my preaching, it's going to be on you. And I was like, I didn't want to laugh, but I was kind of like, okay, I hope I don't mess this up. Yeah. And then, like, Ari Prado, you know, it was cool talking with him. Mm-hmm. It's always cool, you know, talking to the
0: ministers. You get you get to meet all these you guys to, that are preaching. You get to preaching.
1: meet them. You get to hang out with them for what, a couple a couple minutes. And then, yeah. then they're up there. And now you're grabbing their coat mm-hmm. or getting them water.
0: And you realize they're, they're actually really nice guys. They're really cool, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> at first I thought, like, Ari Prado, Ari Prado was a serious guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I was like, I hope I get to talk to him. But I got to talk to him and I was told him that he prayed with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He prayed with me. Then I remember Friday night just seeing Matt Matthew Tuttle walk up to me. And him praying with me, it really, you know, it mm-hmm. touched me a
0: lot. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for this coming year. I'm excited you're back in the Children's Ministry, and this is really funny because you were calling it out about yeah. joining doing the podcast. Like, Put me on the podcast. Yeah, man. I had to. You I said I'm, to. I'm gonna get you tons of listens, and I'm like, yeah. okay.
1: Everybody share this podcast everywhere.
0: <laughs> and it. and he was all like gun ho about it, and then he came in when we were about to start, and I was like, you nervous? He goes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not expecting like you don't know what to do, but you just gotta. It's chill. It's really yeah. cool.
0: So man, I'm, I thank you for coming. I love yeah, you. I love appreciate you, you. I think you're, I think you're going to do great things this year, and yes. I'm excited yeah. for having you back. And
1: and another thing, mm-hmm. coming January, Louisiana.
0: Oh yeah, e- Eli is going to commit conference in Louisiana yeah. in Baton Rouge with us, and. We're excited about that. It's gonna be his first time on a plane.
1: Yeah, I'm not ready for that
0: one. But he's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be really scared. So pray, church, if you can, because <laughs> that way he doesn't. Because he's a little dramatic sometimes.
1: I, I do be dramatic.
0: <laughs> so hopefully he's not gonna be on the plane. Like, Lord help me. But we're excited. So all you uh, single ladies out there in Louisiana, get, get your uh, get your cell phones ready for when he goes out yeah, there. Get
1: your Snapchats <laughs> open. Your Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when he gets there he's not going to talk to I'm anybody. not going to talk to anybody. <laughs> but um yeah we're excited that you're going to go with us. Uh we yeah. got a group of I think 5 people that are going this year. Uh last year before it was uh from our ministry alone it was only two three people. Mm-hmm. So this year we got five people from our ministry going. Yeah, that's good. So that's that's so excited and he's going to I think you're going to have a great time because it's it's such a life-changing conference and yeah. if you thought kids revival was life-changing for you. wait for this one. This is going to be, uh, it, I mean, we just had Kids Revival, Hope for the World, which mm. that was life-changing because yeah. that was just phenomenal. And then we're going to go to Commit Conference in January. That's going to be even more, you know, it's going to be not more powerful. It's just going to be, it's just going to be another powerful weekend that's going to yeah. just like, God's going to like punch you in the stomach until you get your stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sweet, man. um, You know, like I said, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Thank you for having um, me. You know, guys, if you want to, you know, see me
1: back on here again,
0: just, you know, put in a request, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, but thank you guys for listening. And remember, stay kingdom minded.